This is our devotional commentary for the Song of Solomon, Chapter 4. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. He, behold, you are beautiful, my love. Behold, you are beautiful. Your eyes are doves behind your veil. Your hair is like a flock of goats leaping down the slopes of Gilead. Your teeth are like a flock of shorn ewes that have come up from the washing, all of which bear twins, and not one among them has lost its young. Your lips are like a scarlet thread, and your mouth is lovely. Your cheeks are like halves of a pomegranate behind your veil. Your neck is like the Tower of David, built in rows of stone. On it hang a thousand shields, all of them shields of warriors. Your two breasts are like two fawns, twins of a gazelle, that graze among the lilies. Until the day breathes and the shadows flee, I will go away to the mountain of myrrh and the hill of frankincense. You are altogether beautiful, my love. There is no flaw in you. Come with me from Lebanon, my bride. Come with me from Lebanon. Depart from the peak of Amana, from the peak of Senir and Hermon, from the dens of lions, from the mountains of leopards. You have captivated my heart, my sister, my bride. You have captivated my heart with one glance of your eyes, with one jewel of your necklace. How beautiful is your love, my sister, my bride. How much better is your love than wine? and the fragrance of your oils than any spice. Your lips drip nectar, my bride. Honey and milk are under your tongue. The fragrance of your garments is like the fragrance of Lebanon. A garden locked is my sister, my bride. A spring locked, a fountain sealed. Your shoots are an orchard of pomegranates with all choicest fruits. Henna with nard, nard and saffron, calamus and cinnamon, with all trees of frankincense, myrrh and aloes, with all choice spices, a garden fountain, a well of living water, and flowing streams from Lebanon. Awake, O north wind, and come, O south wind, blow upon my garden, let its spices flow. She, let my beloved come to his garden and eat its choicest fruits. Before the wedding, people like to watch the groom. But as soon as the bride walks down the aisle, all eyes are on her. So at the beginning of song four, It seems appropriate that the bridegroom shifts our attention to his beloved. Feasting his eyes on her beauty, he creates a wedding song to celebrate some of her best physical features. It's not the way people talk anymore, so today's groom might want to choose different metaphors as he compliments his bride, but it's not hard to see the points of comparison in these descriptions of her eyes hair, teeth, lips, cheeks, neck, and breasts. 
since seven is the biblical number of perfection, he can sum it all up by saying, you are altogether beautiful, my love. There is no flaw in you. Verses 1 through 7. When the groom invites her to come with him to the mountain of myrrh and the hill of frankincense, he's not planning a backpacking trip for their honeymoon. This is poetic language for sexual intimacy. Five times he calls her his bride, showing that the ecstasy they're about to experience is taking place securely within the boundaries of divine approval. By using words like honey and milk, he is comparing her body to the promised land, gift from God which he is ready to possess. Marriage is the only place where a man and a woman actually belong to one another sexually. This is not a license for abuse, but an invitation to paradise, a garden of pure delights. Up until now, these two lovers have safeguarded their sexuality. She has been a garden locked. Yet they have developed such a spiritual friendship that he is able to call her my sister. The garden is about to open, though, for in verse 16, the wind is invited to blow upon the garden and let its spices flow. It is their wedding night, and she does not hesitate, but gives her full consent, saying, Let my beloved come to his garden and eat its choicest fruits. Of course, he is happy to enter this unlocked garden of sexual pleasure. In chapter 5, verse 1. And so the Bible brings us to the threshold of the bridal suite, while keeping the story suitable for audiences of all ages. We stand outside their door with the bridal party, friends, and family to pronounce our blessing upon them. Eat, friends, drink, and be drunk with love. These two verses chapter 4, verse 16, and chapter 5, verse 1, form the exact center of the Song of Songs, the climax, so to speak, with 111 lines before and 111 lines after. Here is sexual love according to God's design. Not all of us are called to be married, and all of us will be single for much of our lives, But at its deepest level, this book is about the soul's love relationship with the living God. Only He can truly satisfy our longing for intimacy. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word.